0: Hello everyone and Merry Christmas. I hope all have had a great Christmas and continue through and have a great New Year. Tonight I'm going to be talking about a story and it's going to be labeled, uh, What Would You Do? Uh, We all don't know what we would do if different things face us in life, but uh, this story right here is very intriguing to me. Uh, It's about a a friend of mine. And um, so let's get into it. So there was a guy... He was 17 years old and grew up pretty sheltered life uh, never had a girlfriend uh, wasn't you know hanging around the party crowd any of these things but well, he had graduated and at the beginning of summer he had got a job doing landscaping and uh, so he was working with some guys and they were older and somewhat had an influence on him because you know he's young or whatever well they kept telling him uh, they wanted to take him out on a weekend At first, he wouldn't go. Uh, His mom and sister were more like, no, I don't think you should go and and be around these guys. Well, uh, finally, as teenagers do, you know, he decided he was going to go. So these guys go out, and the first thing they do is they stop at the liquor store, and they get some liquor, and then they get some beer. Now, again, this man, this young man at the time, had never drank, uh, never smoked no cigarettes, wasn't smoking pot, any of these things. So they get the liquor and, um, the beer. And he said, first thing he done was drink like two beers. And after the two beers, he was already pretty well drunk. Well, he commenced to drinking liquor, um, and drink a lot of it more than he definitely should. He probably should have stopped at the two beers. Looking back on it, I know he, he definitely wished he would have, but, uh, well then they broke out some, uh, some marijuana and he smoked some of that. And that's the last thing he remembers. Um, next thing he knows is it's like five or 6 AM the next morning and they're pulling up at his house and they're waking him up and he gets out and he goes in, not thinking anything of it. And he, uh, sleeps most of the day. Um, later that evening, all of a sudden a bunch of Nashville police officers show up, surround the house and arrest him. Uh, he doesn't know what's going on. And one of the cops tell him, uh, he was being arrested for a murder charge. Again, this, this young man had no idea what, what they were talking about. So they get him to jail. And, uh, apparently what they were saying happened was, was that him and the other two guys had picked up a prostitute. Um, and it took her, taken her somewhere. And, um, Ended up raping her, sodomizing her, and murdering her. Now, this whole time, he's going, you know, hey, what's going on, man? I don't remember none of this. um, Without an attorney, he tells, you know, basically the same thing I just told you guys. Well, these other two guys are saying he did it. It was all him. And um, uh, I told the story. I won't go into the graphic details of it because it's just pretty sick. But um, so... Again, so now he's sitting here going, you know, what's going on? Uh, he blacked out or passed out or what have you. Well, as time goes on, they finally uh, get the story down. And no, it wasn't him. It was the other two guys, but he was involved. Well, then it came down to, no, it was the other two guys, but he wasn't involved. Well, they still give this young man a life sentence with the possibility of parole. So, um... He goes to prison, 18 years old, and that's a tough thing, you know, to be that young and never been in any trouble. So he didn't have any clue of how it was going to be in there. And uh, immediately he goes in there and starts fighting and all these different things. Well, a lot of people would have, you know, gave up or just thought, man, my life's over, this, that, and the other. But he didn't. He hit his knees and he started praying to God, and he always believed that he would make it out. And um, he went through the appeal process, never no avail. And the true story came out. Um, he didn't have anything to do with it. He passed out and never knew that this went on. However, uh, he could never get a sentence overturned. So um, he just gets deeper and deeper and God starts reading everything he can about God starts staying positive and um, all of these things. When I met him later on uh, in his time, and when I met him, this this man was what I say is the biggest Christian I've ever met in my life because he he walked the walk. Um, he was all about it. He was a very easygoing guy, kind, uh, would do anything for you, never had a harsh word to say to any, about anyone or to them. Now that's going to be a hard thing to do. Even in, He never even had anything to say about the system, how the system beat him. Um, you know, he shouldn't be there, and he shouldn't have yes, he was there, but he wasn't there, Uh, he didn't know any of it was going on, and I feel like all that should have been taken into consideration, and it wasn't, so time goes on, um, he starts, you know, he gets to a pretty good camp finally, and he just lays down, and what I say is doing his time, but during this time, he's going to church, he's doing everything he can for, for God, and, um, Uh, he ended up meeting a lady through a pen pal situation. She was actually in England and she was older and uh, they continued to write and all these different things. And he always wanted to marry her. And he told me, Hey, I'm going to marry a lady whenever I get out. And well, it came time for parole and um, he went up to his parole hearing and this is 31 years later. So 31 years of his life, he's in there. And um, the parole board tells him, to, um, have a psych evaluation and depending on that result, that result, they would give him parole. So he goes and has a psych evaluation done and he passed it and he made parole. Now you got to think about that for a minute. This guy was 17 years old when he went in there. He had no skills of life. He didn't know anything. And now all he knows for the past 31 years is being in prison. But the key to it is, is that he knew God and God was with him, and so he gets out, and he goes into a program. Uh, there's a program in the Tennessee. I'm not sure if it's, if it's nationwide or not, but uh, it's called Men of Valor, and um, he goes into there, and it's a year long. Well, he does his year and decides he wants to stay for another year. Well, he does, um, and he ends up getting married and all these things, and there's a lot of people who go into jail or prison and they find God in there and they do what I say. They leave him behind when they get out. Not this guy. This guy stayed even, wanted to get even closer to God because he felt, you know, it was a blessing that, that he was out. Uh, it's going on three years now that he's been out and um, he is still just rocking along and it doesn't have a harsh word to say. and, and I'm just amazed by it some of the things that we can overcome because the odds were definitely not in his favor. Um, you gotta think doing that much time and, and getting out, you have no skills. What are you going to do? You know, uh, there's not a whole lot of people there to help you as people may think, um, you're kind of abandoned and you're on your own. But the smartest thing he done was he, he let God lead him and God led him to that program because it is a very good program. Um, there's a lot of good people who were involved in it. I think, uh, Rudy Kalis, who was a sportscaster in the Nashville area for a long time is involved And uh, it's the real deal. You know, a lot of their programs are not, they're about money, but that's not the case with this one. So the key, of course, here is God and he stayed positive I and mean, he just never let it get him down. Oh, and the last 10 years, let me say this too, uh, he was on the same compound with one of those guys. And he forgave this guy, uh, no harsh feelings, no anything. People like that is someone that you know definitely has the spirit of God. But he stays goal-oriented. You know, he had a goal set for himself when he got out. He was going to get a driver's license, get a job, get married, and do all these things. And this this man has done it. And I don't know that I could have done that. I feel like for a long time I would have been bitter. I would have stayed bitter, and it would have been... Very difficult to definitely forgive the other person. Um, But that's what we have to do if we want to definitely walk with God or have God walk with us. So you have to set a goal and you have to stay positive. That's the main thing. And you got to have faith. You know, in order to walk with God, it all starts with faith. And uh, that's where it all begins at because you're believing in something that you can't see. And that's what he done. And his story is just so amazing to me. And um, I just talked to him the other day and I'm going to have him on episodes as we can uh, get the time for him and, and our schedules hook up. And um, I want everyone to be able to hear him and, uh, and and find the joy and peace that this man did, you know, 31 years of his life for a crime he did not commit. Um, of course, he doesn't get any money for it and all these different things because that's not the case. They haven't come back and said that they were wrong. You know, he made parole and he'd be on parole the rest of his life. But so many people get out and reoffend and go back in. But the key to that is most of the time it's a drug addict. It's him. He's no drugs, no nothing. Um, just all around amazing guy. If you met him and didn't know his story, you would never know it to be true. You wouldn't believe it. Um, But again, everybody, it's God. No matter what we're going through, I mean, that's kind of an extreme story. But it's the same with anything in life that we may be going through because life is going to happen. Things are going to happen. Uh, We could be on the highest of highs, and all of a sudden the bottom be snatched out from under us, and we fall. The thing is, is that when that happens, we have to get back up. Uh, And the way to do that is God and Jesus Christ. We put our focus on him and believe and work toward the goal short-term, long-term, however you want to do it. Uh, It works differently for some people. Uh, But again, it's faith and staying positive and just knowing that you know that you know that things are going to be okay, and they will. They will get better Um, no matter what it is you're going through. We all struggle with different things, and different things happen in life. But if we stay focused and stay on course, um, everything will get better. And before you know it, your life is just completely changed and all that stuff that happened is gone it's not to say that things won't happen in life again you know some get knocked down and knocked down and knocked down Uh, but in time and in your season all that stuff will stop happening Um, and I hear people say well why does God let them things happen it's not that God lets it happen God lets us all have free will and that's where it comes in at that's where the bad things come in at because we all do have free will Okay, uh, I want to let everybody know that you can go on to Captivate uh, slash Dane Gentry, and our website is up there. And we'll be having things on there for our next episodes and who our guests are going to be, and I'd really appreciate it if y'all check it out. Uh, we're on all the podcast platforms. Uh, we're supposed to be on Apple. I haven't been able to find it on there yet, but it's coming. So I wish everyone show us some love and start listening to us, and we can start getting get some help and uh, get some more shows on here because I'm kind of doing this all myself. I'm kind of winging it. Um, I know it probably doesn't sound the best and all these things, but I'm getting better as I go. Thank you all for listening. We'll talk to you next time. God bless.